ago. Hello, welcome to Pursue Dreams, the podcast of Pursue Scholars, where we will dive deep into the inspiring stories of young urban leaders who are turning their dreams into reality. I'm your host and the executive director of Pursue Scholars, Clive Cragen, and I'm excited to take you on this incredible journey. And joining us today is our producer, Kate Ward, a longtime friend in Atlanta. Hi, Clive. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, I'm excited to explore the unique backgrounds, aspirations, and experiences of these remarkable young individuals who have been a part of our Pursue Scholars family. Get ready to be inspired, laugh, and celebrate with us as we share the successes and many challenges of our scholars and alumni pursuing higher education and a brighter future. And if you want to know more about how we do what we do, visit us at PursueScholars.org. Thanks, Kate. So everybody sit back, relax, and join us as we celebrate these stories and the pursuit of their dreams. Kate and I are here with Daniel Magallanes, AKA Danny. Danny, tell us a little bit, you know, um, where'd you grow up and your, tell us a little bit about where you grew up and your family and uh, where you went to high school. Yeah, um, so I was born in Berwyn um, and then grew up in Cicero for like the uh, first five years of my life maybe. Um, then we moved to Westchester where that's where I spent most of, I would say, my childhood and early um, life. Um, and I was there till my junior year of high school where we then moved to North Riverside. Um, not too far away, though, still like five minutes away from my old house. Um, and then that's where I'm now since, or been since um, high school. I went to St. Joseph High School. It was a private Catholic um, school, which they actually recently closed down about two, three years ago. Um, uh, but yeah, it was, a my brother went there, my sister went there. So I kind of went there and even after I transferred or I, I moved houses, I already had all my friends there and soccer. There was also just a bigger opportunity for me. So I decided to stay there and finish out, um, instead of transferring to RB, um, but yeah, growing up, I'm the youngest of three by a lot, I would say. My sister's nine and my brother, I mean, my sister's nine years older and my brother's 12 years older than me. Um, so they're both married, uh, each have three kids. Um, so I'm an uncle of six. Um, so yeah, I mean, that sounds like it's, it's, yeah, family's definitely always been a big part. Um, very close, very united, I would say. Um, and big extended family. So that's always been a huge part, but yeah. Um, so when you were in high school, uh, you know, I know it seemed, you know, very, when you were in high school, what, what did you want to do with, in terms of college? What were you thinking? Um, I always knew business of some sort, or at least like that. Um, but honestly, I never really knew. Um, it was kind of funny because there was like one time somebody went and talked about accounting. And like for me, I just kind of found it boring, like not too interesting. Um, <laughs> or like I just always heard that accounting was boring. So I didn't like find it too interesting. Um, but I knew I wanted business of some sort. I always I didn't really know much about it. Not because I guess just, you know, like I'm aside from my sister, I'm a first gen 
So like never really knew much about, you know, different majors or stuff like that. Now your sister had been to, had already been, you were, she had already been at Taylor and graduated. Yeah. Right? So she graduated in 2013, I believe. Um, so yeah, Taylor was already very familiar with me. I didn't really want to go there first because it was her school, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. So. Mm-hmm. Now, so you get you got a senior. You find out about Act Six. Um, Taylor, I don't want to go there. But so, what changed your mind, or what made you um, rethink that conviction, shall we say? <laughs> um, so yeah, I found out I was a senior, obviously applying in to different schools. Um, where in that case, I, that's like a small regret of my life. Where I would apply to a lot of easy schools, like, you know, the easy applications instead of like some bit more challenging, not because of being afraid or not think it was more just like laziness. So I regret, I'm happy I ended up at Taylor, but I regret not knowing, you know, what other schools I could have, you know, possibly had a chance of. But my sister was connected with Pursue at the time and um, promoting the X6. So obviously as a good brother, you know, she's like, just give it a shot. So I did. Um, and I had been to Taylor multiple times. So for phase three, where I went, my parents had already been multiple times. So I went by myself. So just, that was like the first time I kind of went by myself and was there by myself, um, like dorm life, all that. And it was kind of like, for the first time I was able to experience Taylor for myself and not under my sister's, I guess, shadow, you can say. So that kind of changed my perspective a bit of like you know what like this is a good place um and then later on when we started looking into soccer i was trying to get connected with soccer there uh, unfortunately like the coach said i could play but under jv which at first i was a bit bummed but then again it just came down to when i was looking at my top schools just kind of looking at do i really want to focus on soccer or go somewhere where like community wise financially and also just education would be a lot better for me. Okay. I want to circle back before I come back. But what do you, what were some challenges you had growing up? Um, I don't really know. I guess like, thankfully I, I'm very thankful for my childhood. I'd say, um, definitely blessed. And my dad, made a lot of sacrifices and worked hard every day to so that we i guess wouldn't see those like struggles like i know we had a bit mm -hmm. of like a crisis during you know like the 2008 like that was something that we were definitely impacted by but i was young and you know my dad still worked hard to make sure that we like never kind of felt that impact um although we mm -hmm. he definitely did just for a little people clarity act six is a uh, program through an organization in uh washington and uh, and you can look it up. They, but what they do is they work with us and Taylor and an organization in Indianapolis. And so Taylor committed um, full tuition plus all need, all remaining need for 12 to 15 students a semester, uh, half of them from Chicago and half from Indianapolis. And so um, there were we've had eight groups of eight years of students and so our last group of students started this last fall so um so as you looked at college what were the obstacles from your perspective looking back i think the biggest obstacle would just be myself 
I mean, obviously there's always the sense of, you know, like first gen, you kind of don't know where necessarily to look, but luckily in that sense, at least, um, my sister kind of was helpful of just kind of like orienting me, but it's like, I mean, thankfully, you know, I had the grades for, um, like the GPA that definitely like helped me. Um, but it was more just looking back. I think it was, I was probably the biggest obstacle to myself. That's awesome. Um, so you graduate, you move back, you come back to Chicago, you start work at Ernst & Young. Uh, one thing, so um, how did um, Pursue Scholars slash Act 6, what, what kind of support did they provide for you in, uh, in college? I would say the biggest thing was just kind of the... It was, I don't know if there's like a word for it, but it's like, it's support that you know it's there if you need it, but also it's not like no pressure to like, you know, use it in a way. Um, and looking back at it, like, I don't necessarily think I would reach out as much, but they were definitely still always there sending care packages, which were kind of a nice reminder. Just a nice reminder that you were part of something bigger, not just, you know, there. Also kind of reminds you to be a bit grateful. Um, so that's nice. And then just leadership development, encouragement, just knowing that you have people rooting for you. Um, that was always kind of nice, you know, to know that you're a part of something else. Yeah. And I think, I think there's so much to that, uh, maybe more than we, when we have it in our lives, we don't realize it. Yeah. yeah. It's not there. <laughs> um, I know that's been true in my life. Um, you look to the future you know you're what a couple a year or two into your career what kind of long long-term goals what do you think what do you think about the future yeah i mean yeah honestly we're not going to hold you to it as ultimately <laughs> you know but i'm curious you must have some ideas of yeah um no for sure uh so i'm i mean i'm coming up on my second year uh in September. So I'm about a year and a half right now and I can say I don't really I guess no I I it's a good firm great company you know like the benefits the social all of that it does have its its take with a busy season where it does get a bit hectic um, but it's only a few months out of the year um, so at least right now while I'm independent and you know don't have many commitments I think it's doable but definitely for long term, I think it's just kind of seeing how I'm able to manage my work life balance. Um, the first year was kind of just to try to get a grasp on it. This next year or this summer, my goal is to definitely do the most and like, like make the most of work, but also to begin to um, pour into my social life outside of work. So get involved with thing, for example, like the Young Professionals Board. Um, as well as just like other like young adults ministry around my church, things like that where I can connect with people my age that will uplift me and um, be of encouragement. So I've, yeah. Uh, hopefully Dan is going to do our Pursue Unity Walk if, if, if he's I, up I, for I, that. I, I, I talked um, there yesterday. I don't think I will this year. I'll definitely be supporting. Um, but I think this year just there's a lot of transition going on right now currently in my life and stuff. And I think I first need to kind of just work through myself with those areas and kind of just try to make myself, you know, be the best version of myself that I can be. 
So I don't want to commit to something if I won't be able to 100%, but I definitely will support and we'll see in future years if possibly that's something I, I do. Yeah. I, I might invite you yeah. to come and walk a mile with me. Like a with me. Yeah, because that would be, be great. Um, and I really appreciate you being on our professionals board. Um, I think that's where we've got some exciting things about that. Um, what is something you would – some of the, the, the people that will be listening to this are people who give, people who – um, our friends, people, some of them may be everybody from your relatives, oh, he's on a podcast, or uh, to uh, board members and stuff like that. So my question is, what's something else you would like to tell them about, your, tell people about yourself so that they could understand you better? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, a big part of who I am, like I said in the beginning, is family. Um, when I was going to I mean, I always joke around it, joke around about it. Who knows if it's true or not? But I, I think the reason I was successful with my job search the second year around instead of the first year was um, there was a thing that they said in the beginning of the interviews where they were like, "Everybody's qualified to be here. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here." Um, so it's not about that. It's rather, are you a good fit for the company? So that kind of just changed my perspective of That's how good. I went about it and whether I focus on my achievements or who I am as a person. Um, so at the end of each interview that I had, I remember kind of just, they would ask, what else do you want to share? And I remember just talking about my drive of like what gets me up. And for me, like, it, I guess it's connected a bit with one of my like biggest fears, which is just not being able to like, not necessarily be successful for the materialistic items, but more so for the sense of, not being able to like be enough to give back to those that have given to me, whether that's family, you know, pursue like just mm -hmm. anybody in general that has been there along. Um, that's kind of like my goal of like, you know, I want to be able to be enough so that I can one day give back to them. Um, and that's kind of where a bit of my drive comes from my family of like seeing the sacrifices my dad has made that sense of just, you know, always looking out for your family. And that's kind of one of my goals, of like one day, you know, being able to like, treat for my parents just as they have for me um so that's kind of a bit of what drives me and gets me up every day and then now uh definitely with all these transitions that i've been going through the biggest other change in my life i would say would, uh, would be my faith uh, growing up i was always in a christian home but it was it wasn't until taylor that i realized that my relationship with god was based on what my parents told me to do not for myself so in college, I mm -hmm. kind of began to question what it looks like to have my own relationship. And I began to kind of pour into that. And I was half in, half out, you know, I was in, but obviously had limits of things I didn't want to give up. And, you know, but now with all these transitions, I'm kind of at another point where I'm again, like trying to figure out, okay, what do I need? And more than anything, just kind of processing you know what it actually means to let go because i had all these plans for the future you know and like in a blink of an eye they can be changed so just kind of trying to mm -hmm. you know what it means to let go and just trust in god um like my friend said you know like we're not in high school anymore so it's not about who's popular who's not but more so just for myself what i need for myself like not being embarrassed and 
kind of just focusing on that. So that's kind of where I guess where I stand now, trying to see who I am and how I can best be that best version of myself every day and show up, you know, for myself and those around me. People listening to this, um, they might be thinking about volunteering. Um, they might, uh, with Pursue Scholars, they might be thinking about giving money. They might be thinking about other ways they could support the organization. So what would be your direct ask um, to share with people why they should donate, why they should get involved with this organization? Um, I guess the main thing is sometimes you don't really know how much of a blessing you can be till you know you kind of like see its roots um and just i think as people like in the same way that we're blessed and you know people give to us i think we're meant to do that as well on tuesday i actually heard a preaching and it was kind of like the call to just be a father and not in the sense of you know like biologically but just in the sense of um if our goal in life is for people to just give to us, but not like for us to give then like, you know, that's kind of going to be like, it's not going to go much more than that. However, like if our focus is of, you know, what we can give to others, like that's kind of our legacy living on because you're constantly giving. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just encourage of like, there's a lot of people hurting, a lot of people in need. Um, it doesn't have to be financial, but just even in the sense of mentorship of just kind of reaching out and checking up on people just encouraging them whether that's through faith or even just as being a good person it doesn't have to be religious but just the sense of being a father to others or those around you um because a lot of times people lack that father uh like figure in their life that's great so i'm uh danny thank you for your time this has been great i feel like i've got to know you i look forward to interacting with you more uh pursue we are proud of you as well, and look forward to seeing what, how God uses you. Thank you. Have a good thank day. Thanks, Danny. We sincerely thank you for listening to another episode of Pursue Dreams. If you were as moved by these stories as I am, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback is important to us, and it will help us to continue to bring these inspiring stories to you. And what's cool about these journeys is that they are really honest with us about both the ups and the downs. But these students with determination and support, I feel like anything is possible for them. If you know a student who could benefit from this program, or if you'd like to get involved by volunteering or giving, visit our website at PursueScholars.org. Keep pursuing dreams and investing in the young leaders around you. Thank you for listening. Till next time.